Hello, listener. Uh, this is the Kevin Black Show podcast or KBS podcast. Uh, the following are the last several This Just In news and commentary with embellishment reports I shared on Twitter and Parler. Let me begin. Page one. The Epoch Times reports that a Danish study published in the Annals of Internal Medicine states there is no significant difference in red Wuhan flu infections with or without masks. Interesting information which is being ignored ignored mainly by Democrat politicians because fear is a useful tool in their never-ending quest at subversion against America. A leftist MD in the U.S. did point out some shortfalls in the study methodology, but even laypersons are able to determine the uh, the noted study shortfalls are essentially irrelevant to the conclusions of the study. Also, it seems 101 years ago, the U.S. Navy Surgeon General stated that mandated masking on ships and other naval facilities compared to other personnel not mandated for mask wearing during the Spanish flu pandemic showed no significant protection for the mask wearers. He noted masks basically only protected one from a direct blast of a sick sick person's sneeze. Leftists, however, will continue to ignore inconvenient science. Page 2. Reporter Tom Ozimek reported that Trump states he will, quote, never concede, unquote, in a fraudulent, uncorrected election. This in response to him approving the GSA move to fund some Biden activities for a potential presidential transition, which some in the leftist media took as a virtual concession by Trump. This is good news for all Americans if what Trump means is that he won't leave office until all fraud is investigated. Because if it's not investigated and corrected and preventative measures against future steals put in place, future steals will be permanent. Of course, this protects the futures of leftists also, but they are too dysfunctional to recognize it. Remember, this dysfunctionality stems from the profile of most leftists, low IQ or low information or psychological impairment or maladjustment or scary combinations thereof. Page three. Chrissy Clark and Alex Nestor put together their, quote, Campus Insanity, unquote, piece featuring six universities exhibiting nihilism and dysfunction. The examples cited were Indiana University promoted a class about defunding the police via email to students. At the University of Virginia, student newspaper dysfunctionals recommended students ruin their families' Thanksgivings by blathering about race. Low IQ individuals prove Cornell has lowered its standards by being identified as students and threatening their student government reps who voted against disarming campus police. Harvard designed another way to waste tuition or endowment money 
by creating a university anti-racist librarian job paying up to $240,000. At Columbia University, some degenerate faculty member wants to cancel Christmas trees since they are symbols of toxic humans. Parenthetically, what a pussy. Finally, infantiles at the Santa Rosa Junior College discussed at student government proposals to rename Thanksgiving to Thanksgiving or Thanksgiving, illustrating their absolute ignorance and dysfunctional psychologies. Page four. A Chicago pig, pygmy update. Washington Free Beacon's Alex and Esther reports that Chicago city officials dismissed most of the traffic tickets issued to Mayor Larry Lightfoot's security detail. The security team racked up at least 13 red light and speeding tickets since early this year. In the report, in the report it's noted that while on official business, speeding, etc. usually isn't ticketed. So therefore, the 13 uh, tickets were issued while security hauled Lightfoot's crusty ass to personal appointments. But the Chicago Pygmy is like a lot of other top national dumbs. Rules for thee, not for me. Earlier this year, the Pygmy famously lectured on COVID restrictions and then violated rules for a beautician appointment. As an aside, the beautician was physically exhausted after working on that midget. Believe me, there will be plenty more down the road on the Chicago Pygmy. Page 5. Victor Davis Hanson wrote about U.S. universities in the publication American Greatness. He asked several questions about the current condition of young college-aged Americans' values and behaviors. He notes some apparent issues. The poor understanding and appreciation of the First and Second Constitutional Amendments, general ignorance of the Constitution, history, and culture. The poor estimation given by employers of most new four-year degree holders and how race and ethnicity have become central in the minds of dysfunctional college-aged youths. Hansen gives a lengthy analysis of various aspects of U.S. university history post-World War II. He concludes with a summary that many undesirable attitudes, practices, and values developed since the 1960s uh, during the U.S. period of affluence during the post-war boom had arisen. Further, today's modern campus with its globalist values has made the post-1960s university mess dangerous. Now for an embellishment. Never in the history of the world has so much treasure been wasted on what we called education that in reality was nothing more than producing seeds of destruction for the greatest nation in world history. Page six, Dr. Bill Warner, the man who coined the term political Islam in 2001, released a video commenting on Austria's Chancellor Kurz and Kurz noting the political problem of political Islam. Kurz also explained that political Islam is a criminal conspiracy and Europe needs to unite to defend it, defeat it. Warner commends Kurz as the first major world political leader accurately 
addressing the issue of political Islam. Warner went on to clarify a few points regarding Islam. Political Islam is the part of Islam which deals with kafirs, the non-believers. Over one half of the Quran has passages dealing with kafirs. All Muslims are Islamists if they try to apply the Quran to their own lives. And all Muslims have some familiarity with political Islam as half of the Quran addresses kafirs. Another perspective is that when Muslim action touches kafirs, it's political Islam. Here's an example common in Europe. Muslims block public streets during prayer. Prayer is religious. Blocking the streets is political. Warner notes that political Islam drives jihadist swords or terror, but it is actually more destructive to civilization through pen and financing. As an embellishment, let me say, let us all in the West nip in the bud the ideology which brings savagery and decay to the West. Well, that's it for this podcast. Thanks for listening, and I hope you check in for the next podcast. Thanks, listener.